What is up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of What Pad Reads. It has definitely been forever and a day. My apologies. This is my senior year in college, and I've been just so keen on getting work done, turning them in on time. I'm even trying to finish all my courses early so I can just just chill for the rest of the semester, but you don't want to hail all of that. That's not what you came here for. You came here for another good book review. And today, I'm going to be reviewing the book Angel Don't You Know. It's written by Uncanny. It has 15 reads, 4 votes, and 1 part. And sometimes when we see that you know, a book does not have a million reads or whatever. We think, oh, it's not a good book. No, some literally, most of the time, these books are just not discovered yet. And that is the purpose of this podcast, to get these books discovered. So, let's read the summary here. Rhea Chanel, A-lister celebrity, controversial female artist, deemed the most sought out for celebrity after the release of her latest album. Two months after Rhea Chanel makes a contentious name for herself, she felt the need to have a much-needed vacation. Thus, Lana, her personal assistant, arranging a two-month tour of the African continent for her. The new saying goes, everything that happens in Africa stays in Africa. Or does it? And that is a, I'm guessing, a, ro- a murder mystery, thriller, what romance, what pad romance type genre. So let's get right into the first chapter. All right, before I begin chapter one, I would just like to apologize. I said that the book's title was Angel Don't You Know? when it is actually Angel You Don't Know. Sorry, it was a little dyslexic moment. But to be clear, the book's called Angel You Don't Know by Uncanny. So let's get into chapter one. I moaned deeply when I felt the monsieur below me press on the several knots that had gathered on my thighs after I spent several hours on the plane from Nigeria. About a year ago, I started working on an album that contained only erotic songs, which featured only two of the hottest actors in the world and collaborations with some dirty-talking sensual male artists. Early this year, I finished making the album. After the release, the album summoned several controversies and had me running around doing interviews. Some of the songs, oops, sorry, some of the songs were topping Billboard charts and had several nominations and won more than a few awards. Ultimately, the album was a success. So it was safe to say I was entitled to a partial retirement for at least two months. So I told Lana, my assistant, to arrange me a two-month tour of the African continent. My prominence had landed me a role in a steamy movie. I felt the need to celebrate my achievement by booking a full spa treatment with one of the best spas in Australia as quick as I could. I heard a door open and someone spoke. Miss Chanel, Alana Putin insists to see you. Ah, Lana. Tell her to come in. Are you sure, Miss Chanel? 
I could hear the confusion in her voice, considering this was assumed to be a private massage based on the fact that I was completely lying nude. Of course, she's my life-saving assistant. Bring her in, stat. Yes, Miss Chanel. Only a few seconds later, the familiar face passed sorry, the familiar fast-paced heel snapping sound announced its presence. Rhea, do you have any idea the chaos the movie is creating on the internet? Gosh, Rhea, I advise you to not star in that kind of movie, but you declined. Critics are raising some serious questions about the message being sent. And remember your strip album? The kids, Rhea. Kids watch this. I wanted to laugh, but instead sighed in pleasure when I felt my feet begin to relax at every touch the monsieur made on me. Rhea, are you comfortable with this? The buzz is way too much. I would have felt Lana's frustration if not for the thrilling calmness sweeping over my body. Lana, you need to get laid or something. When last did you get laid, huh? And I propped my elbow on the soft bed to enable me to stare at my Russian assistant's face. How about parents obey TV regulations when there is an R-rated content by blocking the movie channel for the kids? By the way, good publicity, bad publicity, publicity is publicity. It doesn't matter what type of publicity because you know what? At the end of the day, I get a huge fat load of money dumped into my bank account and these so-called critics would go home after a hard day's work to get turned on by my songs and movie. So it's a win-win. I gestured for the lanky fem female masseur to give us privacy. Fully lying on the bed once again, I closed my eyes. You had sex with him, right? A smirk fashioned on my lips as I remembered a very gratifying night once upon six months ago. Who? Rodriguez Diaz? Of course, Rodriguez. Hell, I did. It was heavenly, like being washed in some fountain of youth water. I heard a slap and opened my eyes to see her hand smack to her forehead. Damn it, you. What of Michael? I winked at her. And Evan? My face twisted in displeasure. Oh no, I couldn't possibly do that one. I thought you said Rodriguez didn't want to get that involved with you, but he still wanted to remain friends after the movie. Yes, he did say that, but I paused for dramatic emphasis. But what? You do know I get what I want, right? Look at me. Green-eyed beauty, rocking the sexiest black short hair. I am a sexual fantasy, just too sexy to refuse. I grinned stupidly, thinking of how well I was able to get people to like or love me. I have to admit, I was attractive. Certainly not as much as many beautiful female singers in the world, but I always had ways to manipulate men and women the way I wanted. You know, I want to strangle you sometimes. Jenna, love, you can come in now, I ordered while laughing at the furious Lana. Two hours later, I was driven to my apartment. My mind was exhausted just by thinking of how much I had to unpack. I could be the laziest person in the planet and hire to do and hire people to do everything for me. But if there was one thing I never let anyone do for me was fixing any of my personal things. And that's why I got this fancy, sizable apartment of which I could clean things myself. If I didn't have time, I would just let it be until I had time, no matter the stage of the day. While bringing out the several clothes, clothes, I noticed a small, time-worn wooden box and wondered if I was the one who put it there. 
carefully, I grabbed the little box and opened it. Several sheets of paper, which was neatly folded, settled inside. Could it be a letter? I extended the paper, and my eyes hung on the strange words written in scribbly handwriting. The same words repeated itself in every letter, and I gulped in apprehension. I know what you did last summer. That day, I got my security to check the area for anyone and also check the security cameras for any possible intruders. I didn't know what the letters meant. I kept pondering over and over again until I got tired and retired to bed that night, promising myself that maybe I took someone else's package during my trip and didn't realize. But the question that kept nagging my mind was that anyone will be doing was what anyone would be doing with a letter that read that kind of message. I had four major music collaborations scheduled, which in due course translated to me being busy all through until whenever. Currently, I was arriving from my monthly visit from a faraway local orphanage after donating a ton of clothes and other stuff I mostly didn't use when I found a plain folded paper that resembled the one I got a week ago right in front of my doorstep. Warily, I picked it up and saw the same seven words that got my heart racing. I know what you did last summer. It was written in the same handwriting. Guarded, I checked all three 60-degree angles with my eyes and crumbled the piece of paper and stuffed it into my chiffon palazzo pocket, then stepped inside my studio apartment speedily. I grabbed my phone and rang the only person's number I knew had full access to my apartment. Lana, did you drop something off for me? Perhaps a letter? She replied negative, and with a deep frown etched on my face, I threw the phone to the white sofa a few centimeters away from me while approaching the small white drawer next to my bed and fetched out the previous letter making, a swift turn to sit on my bed and compare both letters resting on the small, hard bed. Looking at all of them, one could very well assume they were written by the same person. Last summer, last summer, last summer. I was in Africa then. So, so the person that sent this letter must have been from someone who may or may not be from Africa. But how did the person shadow me? I decided to call the head of my security, Nate. Hey, Nate, did you see anyone drop a letter, maybe a postman or something? He too responded with a no, but assured me he would ask the other security team if they did. Day after day, week after week, I received the same letters with the same handwriting. My newly developed paranoia was distracting how I trolled in terms of work ethics. My brain no longer functioned in the lyric creating portion and I had started to even sing unusually now. If there is one thing I hated was when my music making abilities were slacking. I needed to get this matter sorted out and I need to do it ASAP. I informed Lana about it so she got another 24 hour watch guards on duty, but still, I resulted in a pile of letters by the end of the week. I didn't tell Lana about the contents of the letter because it would raise deep questions. I know I had done several things during my stay in the different parts of Africa, but I tried to figure out which of the crazies I did would get a psycho on my tail. Suddenly, I saw Lana burst into the studio. I saw their mouth move but couldn't hear what either of them was saying, but the producer looked mad, and so was I. This was the first time since my musical brain started going AWOL on me that I could freestyle a song, and I think Lena just jinxed it. Aaron, what's the problem? Your Lena girl here says she has something urgent to tell you. 
Aaron exaggerated the word urgent as if imitating Lena. I rolled my eyes. I'll go out. Let me hear what she has to say. Immediately, I got out of the recording room. Lena ran to me and held both my shoulders eagerly. What's... Nate said he knows who's been sending those strange letters, she whisper yelled. My heart started to thump really fast. Where is he? Did you see him? Why didn't he come with? He says the guy's at your house. Said he caught him. I didn't bother searching for my purse, and I escaped with Lena leaving a few words to Aaron. Take care, Aaron. I'll be back. The drive to my house felt like several hours, but Lena kept the speed going. I bet we violated a few rules, but at the moment, I didn't care. The Porsche took a standstill in my driveway, and I met Nate standing with his arms folded across each other right in front of my door. Both Lena and I ran to him. Nate, Lena told me you know who the person is. Where is he? Yes, Miss Chanel. He is right here. I swept off the side fringe that was now piling their way in my eyes. What? Nate, how could you take somebody inside my house? What if he's escaped or something? A small chuckle escaped from his lips. I don't think he will be getting away that easily, Miss Chanel. Come in. He grabbed the doorknob with his beefy arm, ushering me inside. Miss Putin, I'm afraid you cannot enter. The man seeks only Miss Chanel. I heard Lena grumble. Don't worry, Lena. Just stay outside. No, I can't. I work for you, remember? Oh, yeah, I remember that now. I entered into my apartment with Nate right behind me. I expected to see someone gagging out of a handkerchief or something, but the room was perfectly as it was when I left. Nate? Yes, Miss Chanel? I scowled and turned to look at his huge frame. I thought she said you had him in here. Yes, Miss Chanel. Suddenly, his arms expanded into a hugging motion, and he had a huge grin on his face. Here he is. Nate? You? My heart was sprinting a thousand times than it had ever. Nate swiped a hand to his blonde curls and began pacing around. What? How could you? Do you have any idea what you put me through? Why, Nate? I pulled off the ridiculous pink frilly shawl that was now increasing my angst somehow. He set his hand in his pockets and faced me eye to eye. You seem to have forgotten such a thrilling and exciting time back in Africa, haven't you? Now, I was confused. That night you bumped into your dear Alex in Mozambique? That night you... I remembered. I did it out of self-defense, Nate. His sharp brow arched while his face held glee. Really, Rhea? You do realize I was there. How do you call stabbing a man with a fork multiple times on his heart and face self-defense, huh? I gulped when sweat started to dribble down my throat. Nate, do you also realize Alex have a history of domestic violence with me? I'm sure you've read several tabloids about that, haven't you? Had, Rhea, not have. You have taken the man to a far place where no one can get him, not until they check the jungles of Mozambique before they do, he spoke amused. But you know what? None of that matters anymore because the man is dead. I wasn't lying when I said Alex had a history of domestic violence, and he didn't feel to prove those attributes with me. Alex used to be my childhood sweetheart. We did everything together, shared everything together, went everywhere, to, everywhere together, until when we landed in the same college and rented an apartment together, did I experience the beast in Alex. He used to beat me so much that and all, I always forgave him times without number. 
until my grades started to slip because of the depression I developed after finding out how I could never bore a child since Alex always expresses irritation about having children. Over time, I had to drop out of the university. Alex cost me my education and future of ever having kids on my own. He begged me tirelessly to give him another chance after I was discovered in a music talent show, but I snubbed him. In a way, I owe him my, my success to him. Because if it wasn't for him, I would have never started music. I admit I made a mistake by killing him when I surprisingly saw him in Mozambique. He denied knowing I would be in the country, but I refused to believe him one bit. Alex always had a motive for everything. Where he went, what he did, plans he made. There was always a selfish motive behind it all. All emotions rushed inside of me when I saw him in the local restaurant I was eating at, and I took him to a far place and murdered him. Okay, guys. Um, I think that was the first time in history of what Pad reads that I have not finished um, a chapter all the way through. All of that was just chapter one. That was extremely long. And as a reader, that definitely turned me away. I didn't even finish reading the whole thing. The full thing I did, I did not finish. So imagine other readers when they come to the story and they see that it, you know, it's just almost like a run-on kind of thing. So that is just something that as writers we need to be aware of. There were some repetitious words in there that really stumbled me when I read and I try to read word for word what the author has written. So that's why sometimes I may stumble over it because I try to read it where it makes sense. But then I remind myself that I need to read it how the author wrote it so I can give you guys a true review. So if you ever have me stumbling, it's because some of the words don't make sense and I my brain's trying to make sense of them and it just results in a little bit of um a bit of confusion, but I try to limit those as much as I can. So getting into some points that I made. The summary is nice. I like how the setting is in Africa. I feel like when I read a lot of books, the setting is always in America, and that's fine too, but it's a nice refresher to see other places being used. And I seriously love, 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 love when authors, you know, incorporate different places in their book. Every book I've read is always in, you know, Florida, California, and it's like, 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 that is all good fine and dandy but that's not the only place in the world you can have your book based in yeah so you know we should always keep that in mind and when I read the first line my mind definitely went down in the gutters that was a great way to pull readers in and hats off to you author for doing that because I was like what what is going on what is she doing but then you know as you continue to read you realize she's just getting a massage so (laughs) that was really good um like I tell a lot of authors we need to remember not to stuff so much info and detail into the first chapter because readers can forget so I feel like this author she put in so much information in the first chapter like that really it was a lot 
it was a mouthful. It should not take me 15 long minutes to read one chapter, and especially the first chapter. It should not. So as authors, we need to remember to, you know, be a little short sometimes. Less is more, Some, especially in the first chapter, because that's what the readers are going to see right off the bat. And that's going to be the deciding factor of whether they continue or stop the book. Um, I like how Rhea is so comfortable and confident in herself, and I love that. You know, she didn't care that she was nude while she was on the table, and she let her assistant in. That was totally cool. She already seems like a strong character, and that is amazing. I love strong, bold female characters, so hats off to you. And lastly, the story definitely has potential, but I think it could be more organized. It feels a bit all over the place. And I think this is one of the author's first stories. Um, and this, it only has one chapter. That whole thing was one chapter. So we just need to remember to be more organized. So how I write, I, you know, lay out the main points of where or what I want my story to have or contain. I lay those out. And then I, you know, put little small details next to it, add in my plot. I can definitely make a podcast where I just give pointers and I go over how I write my stories. If that's what you guys want, I can definitely do that. But I really believe that, you know, this story could have used some more organization and benediction. Just it could have done a, a lot more things different and better. I, if I had to rate it, I would give it a 2 out of 10. Just because there's just there was just a lot that I saw that could have been better. But this was definitely a good start for one of her first books. It was definitely a good start. Alright guys, that is all for today. I want to just thank you so, so much for tuning in and just supporting this podcast and if you guys support my books I just want to thank you so much and speaking of books I have several that are out now um Vanilla Twilight Dawn which is part two of Vanilla Twilight Friends and Understanding Him if you want to check out those books you can find me on Wattpad at Misunderstood98 I have so many more amazing stories for you guys. Very excited for you to see what I have in store. Also, if you want to follow me on any of my social medias, I'm on Twitter at Green Tea Baddie. I'm on Snapchat at Roxanne Ruby. I'm on Instagram at Roxy, R-O-C-Z-Y dot Ruby. So please feel free to message me on any one of those platforms. Let me know which books you want to be reviewed and I can definitely um, review them for you but also I want to tell you guys that for me to review your books there's two rules one follow my profile on Wattpad and two subscribe to the podcast simple easy and it definitely helps the podcast get more um noticements if that's even the word, it definitely gets the podcast noticed more, which will in turn get your book 
notice more. We have about 1,000 listeners already. Shouts out to each and every single one of you. I thank you so, so much for tuning in. And if you want your book reviewed on this podcast, just do those two simple rules and that's it. Also, I want to shout out St. Pug on Wattpad for her amazing support on the book Friends. Thank you, thank you so much if you're listening. You are amazing. And if you guys want to be shout out in this podcast, simply just message me, you know, give me some votes on the book and I'll slide you in or just be a super, super cool um, Wattpad user and chit chat with me for a bit and I can definitely shout you out. Thank you so much for tuning in. I can't wait for you guys to hear the next one. See you guys later.